Hey, Two Drink Cinema listeners, just wanted to give you a heads up that there is a little bit of a technical difficulty with this episode, mostly operator-based, if I'm honest, but we feel that the bit of dodgy sound quality more accurately represents the movie that we've reviewed. It also means the episode is a little bit shorter, but here is our review of A Mum for Christmas. Jeez. I don't have a drink, actually. Oh, so while I do the intro, go and get me a drink, brother. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> is, we, that, is that your one Christmas wish? Yes, my one Christmas wish. What do you want more than anything, Doris Roberts, mother of Raymond? This? <laughs> I'm recording, so come get the drink. We're in the Christmas cheer. It's that one. There's the one that's actually cold in the fridge at the front. Two drinks in a Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. We are looking at a mom for Christmas, so we are fully in the post-Christmas cheer now. Yeah, we are full, well. Oh, no, we're... No, yeah, I'll fuck this up again. I'll fuck the dates up again. We're in the Christmas cheer because this comes out this Tuesday. That's correct. We have moved around the schedule to make you watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. So this is a mom for Christmas, which hopefully you watched in some kind of legal format. (laughs) You didn't follow the link in our preview episode show notes. No. um, Yeah, yeah, cool. As you requested in the preview, Brett, you did get a song from Olivia Newton-John. I got two songs. They were both terrible. Yes. Um, But, hey, they were there. 1990, made for TV. It is everything you expect from a made-for-TV movie uh, for the wonderful world of Disney. There's the early 90s poxy pop-sounding kind of soundtrack. There is the terrible um, kind of title logo at the very start. Yep. And there's the kind of like fuzzy filter over ONJ when she first becomes a human and the dad falls in love with her for no reason. Yeah, very, because she looks like that, I think, yeah. is the reason. She does have a lovely speaking voice, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Which we already knew. But like listening to her talk, it is a lovely speaking as well as a lovely singing voice. Yes. I don't think her Aussie accent is quite as strong or as Aussie as it is in Greece. No, but, but it the, is like uh, yeah. 10 years later or whatever. But there's also no explanation as to why she's Australian. No. She just rocks up. No one questions it. She's like, I'm Australian and I walked here from a store. So yeah. Like, okay. But it's not even like, I'm Australian. It's just like, yeah, g'day, I'm here to be the nanny. And it was like, you're okay. (laughs) So, uh, we. One one thing I noticed in the titles is that saucy is spelt different to on Wikipedia and IMDb. Oh, interesting. Juliet, S O R C E Y, in the titles of the film, S O R C I, on the internet. Right. And you have to believe everything you read on the internet. 
So clearly the Disney Corporation got it wrong in the movie titles. Mm. The, the Disney Corporation gets nothing wrong. Oh, dear, that's true. I might, they might come after me. Yeah. The Disney Corporation can come after us because if the Disney Corporation's coming after us, you've got a 50-50 chance. You're either being sued or acquired. I don't know which one I'd prefer. Well, one's going to make us a lot of money <laughs> and the other is not going um, to make us a lot of money. Yeah. Speaking of not having a lot of money, um, I don't... This town or city that this yep. is set in clearly doesn't have a lot of entertainment things for kids because apparently all any kid does is just, uh, like, hang out at yeah. the shopping They center. all just hang out at the shops. A couple, um, a couple are there because... They are there with their mums. Yeah. But the rest are just there because they're hanging around. Yeah. Including Juliet Saucy, who I can't even now remember the name of. And cheap and um, knockoff Seth Green. Rebecca? Is her name Rebecca? Jessica. Jessica. Thought so. You did the same thing with Rebecca Ferguson. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, she's hanging around, and of course, the shop is full of. Mums and daughters. Yeah. To make her really feel bad about not having a mum. That's what I thought as well. I was like, why? Like, why? Why do that to yourself? It's like if you're a person trying to give up drinking and you go to a pub. Like, that's not really good for you. Well, she still wants to be at the shops. Well, she's not buying anything. No, because apparently she's poor. Well, she dresses shit. I don't... It, does she dress shit because she's poor? Or because it's 1990. Poor, or because she... <laughs> or because <laughs> it's 1990. Or because she doesn't have a mum to dress her. Oh, yeah, because the dad doesn't care. But also, they're not poor. Again, that house. Massive. House watch. Yeah. But the, she gets teased for being poor. Oh, she gets teased because she's a, she's a dork. She's she a, is a dork. She's a dork. And so then... We, she's just wandering around and the mannequin does not look like Olivia. Nope. <laughs> it does, does not. not. They needed the guy that made the Elaine lookalike mannequin. They needed... Because he can get likenesses in mannequins. They definitely didn't need the person that made that, like, bronze bust of Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been the same person. Yes, yes. But we she has the grey streak in her hair, so that if you don't realise it's her face because they look totally different, yes. you realise it's her because of the grey streak in the very front middle, like she's the villain on Captain Planet. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But anyway, Doris Roberts is just hanging around, and despite all of her magical powers, works as a window dresser in a department store. You know, she's, look, she's looking after the mannequins. Oh, that's her job as a fairy godmother. Yeah, she looks after the mannequins and saves them from being crushed in a rubbish truck. Well, she saved Santa. Thank God, because they needed him later. They did. They needed to also save him later, which we'll get to. God, that was weird. I actually have to say that out of all the movies, I'm using the term loosely with this one. Yep. Um, of all, of all so the far, movies and extended TV episode that we've watched this month. Yeah. Or, or since we started the yes. podcast. I think this has to be the worst. Plan nine. It's not worse than plan yeah. nine. Okay, but plan nine's know. in a, plan nine's <laughs> in its own category. 
I don't know. I actually didn't think it was terrible. I I didn't think it was terrible. It was just like I nearly fell asleep. It was nothing. It, it was, was absolutely it, nothing. But it was just so um, generic. Yeah. You know, it's like I've seen this story 18 times before. Yeah. And, you know, one time was with, what was it, Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in case you haven't watched it, which you should have because we told you to, Doris Roberts is hanging around and Jessica. Yep gets a free wish from the wishing well and it says see Philomena who just happens to be on the ladder behind her yep her only friend ditches her and goes home (laughs) I gotta go I have a mum yeah it's pretty much what she said I gotta go Um, I got a mum who's buying me good presents right now see ya and so she Doris Roberts says what do you wish for and she points at the display (laughs) you want a doll you want the dress (laughs) You want a dog? She's like, no, no, I want a mom for Christmas. Yeah. Or a mom for the holidays. The holidays, yes. And so she gives her a bracelet. Necklace. Necklace, which represents the wish. Yeah. And midnight. Yeah, it was a bit, it's a bit, you know, whatever. Let's, you know what's going to happen. We've seen it all before. So she comes to life. They're not terrible actors. Juliet Saucy's not bad. And the kids are okay. Yeah, the kids are okay. Olivia's pretty good. I think the worst actor was the chauffeur. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He was not great. Yeah. Or like the second security guard. He was pretty shit. Not the store detective. His offsider. Yeah, his offsider. That that got tripped up by the mannequin at the end. (laughs) Yes. Yes, pretty ordinary. Owen J gets brought to life by Phil yep. and walks in the rain to the shop but isn't wet. Yeah. When she arrives, that's magic. Very Mary Poppins. Does she have that song, Do You Believe We Are Magic? Do you believe we are magic? Yeah, that's not in this movie. No, but I think that is her song, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Also, before they get there, you know, it's oh, how shit's the dad. Very yeah. weird. Um, and then... The girl leaves this message on his computer at home. It's like only four shopping days till Christmas or whatever. Yep, yep. Um, and then he's like, I've bought you one present already. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shares in an upcoming tech, up-and-coming tech company. They're worth a million dollars now. I was now. like, and she's like, ugh. I'm like, they could have been shares in Apple. Yeah, yeah. Or Microsoft. Either way, she's done all right. Yep. I heard of this bloke, Elon, and I bought a couple of his shares. <laughs> they might not be worth much now, but give it 10 years. Yep. The, it's a much better than a sweater that's on sale at, we're at Miller, yeah. Millerville, yeah. or whatever the yeah. shop's called. Mil, 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 Millman's? 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 Millman's. Millerman's. Millerman's. And everything's on sale at Millerman's. Yeah, it seems to be everything on sale, and the mannequins yeah. all remember everything that was ever on sale. Yeah, so because everything that comes up, she says, oh, that's on sale. Like, is like everything's on sale? Christmas sales. Before Christmas is the worst time to have a sale. Yeah, because people are buying it anyway. Yeah. You have the Boxing Day sales with your leftovers. Yeah. When she comes to life, the mannequin's hands just get a bit shiny. 
and that is to symbolise coming to life. Yeah, you know what was weird? Um, she looked like a normal person. But then, like, later on, when she brought some other elves and Christmas decorations to life, they looked quite, like, shiny and, like, dolls. Well, I think that's because mannequins are always alive but can only move for two hours a day. Oh, right. But yes. whereas Olivia Newton-John has now become has alive. actually come to life. Yeah, right. What's her name? Because I kept writing ONJ in my notes. Anne? Anne Miller. Amy. Amy Miller. Amy Miller. Yep. Amy! So she gets turned into a real person. Yep. And then midnight happens and there's a knock at the door. I'm like, who could that be? And Jessica seems really scared. She has a weird range of emotions during yeah, this movie. Yeah, that are often displaced. Yes. Because I wouldn't be scared that I wished for a mum for Christmas and then the mum rocked up. Yeah. That's... But then she's also quite quick at just being like, yep. Yeah. So this but, is happening. But so's the dad. It's really weird. Yeah. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Because there were some bits that kind of went on a bit long and didn't need to be there. But then when things actually happened that needed to happen, they happened really quickly. The car driving was too long. Yeah. But then there wasn't enough character development from shit dad to loving dad. Yes. And there wasn't enough time from random Australian woman that says I applied for a nanny job to love of my life now. Yeah, yeah, to come away with me for New Year's. But you can bunk in with my daughter. Yeah, weird. Um, this, all the, the school play, shit a school play ever. Um, Just go out there and stand next to Santa and say a line. And the, <laughs> the main girl, Jessica... The other two that were before her just stood there and were like, line, 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 yep. line, Then Jessica's like... A full monologue? Like monologue interpretive dance yep. thing. Like, but da, 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 da. two days beforehand, she wasn't even sure she was going to be in the play. <laughs> her friend says, are you going to do the play? She goes, I don't know. People already think I'm a nerd. You are a nerd. You are a nerd. They're but then talking to dummies. But then, like, she auditions late, gets a part late, decides to be in it late, and then gets the biggest speech in the whole yeah. play. The, the, she then doesn't remember because she got on board late. She got on board late and she spent all the time stealing shit with a yeah. nanny, dummy, mum thing. And so Santa, thankfully, for a miracle of Christmas, Santa helps her out with her line. <laughs> because she helped out Santa before. But surely there's a teacher on the side prompting as well. But also, the thing with the... It, it, I would have been quite anxious doing that because yeah. there's that kid in the side just banging on the drum, like that scene from Ben-Hur when they're rolling yeah. the boat. It's just like, dip, 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 and then she forgets and it's like it gets quicker. But then he then, fucks up and the teacher's got more drumsticks to hand him. And then she's like, she's not going to say it. So then the teacher's like, oh, 
Let's stop drumming. Let's make this really Yeah, yeah, awkward. yeah. <laughs> you can only drum if someone's <laughs> speaking. That's the rule of the drumming. Yeah. The little drummer boy. Mm. The ox and lamb kept time. Yeah. pa pum pum Yes. So um, I think that for Christmas, Jessica should be getting her shares in Apple. Oh, and, yeah. And um, some therapy. And a sweater. A sweater? And, and some, a mom. And a psychiatrist. Yeah. There's going to be... Imagine you then end up with a half sibling. That's what half. That's mannequin? half mannequin, half human, half, half your DNA, half mannequin. I still don't know how. Do mannequins have bits? Do mannequins, or is it you know like Barbie? A mound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should ask that nineteen eighties movie, Kim yeah, Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. She's she, not doing anything. She's it was in, doing... yeah, but also it was in the eighties, so she, there, there was sexy time in that oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. This one not so much. But for Kim Cattrall nowadays, yes. not so much sexy time. No, unfortunately, definitely no sex in the city time. Yes, so little sex in the city time that it's not even called that. No, <laughs> it's called from here on. What's it even called? And, and now and it just like that. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Like, I haven't well, watched I any Sex like, and City. I don't know. I feel like it's like, and just like that, they're old. And just uh, like that, they're not speaking to her anymore. Yeah, they're not speaking to her, Mr. Big Dead. And, yeah, Mr. Big. Check the news for Mr. Big. As Amy is going to be drawn back to the department store to be turned into a stone mannequin. Yes. Potentially, or put into the dumpster. Yeah. It's very scary. It is quite intense. And the music builds up and there's a storm, of course, because it always rains in this town. The music, the music reminded me, some of the music and the shots and stuff reminded me of the old Goosebumps TV show. Oh, maybe it was directed by the, oh no, it was directed by George T. Miller. Yeah. Who then did Happy Feet. Yes. Who's done The Man from Snowy River, Matlock, The NeverEnding Story Part 2, Ooh. and Andre. The seal the one. The seal one. Oh, add it to the list. The seal one wow. with that girl. That's oh yeah, God, that girl. Wow. Tina Majorino. Keith Carradine. Jeez. Bill's brother. Anyway. Anyway, he didn't. I don't think he directed any Goosebumps TV series, but it is the very nineties style of directing. There is yeah. a real cop in there, but they don't really have anything to do with yeah, anything that really goes on. Does anything, yeah. She did another Christmas movie, ONJ. Oh, really? Yeah. A Christmas Romance in 1994, TVPG. Ooh. A widowed, a widowed mother with financial woes comes to the aid of a bill collector who crashes his car in a snowstorm. Oh, Okay. Olivia Newton-John, Gregory Harrison, Chloe Latanzi, mm. Stephanie Sawyer, and all other the, people. The guy that wrote the um, music, there's two, yes. Sean Callery and John Farrar. I think John Farrar is just like um, Olivia Newton-John's songwriter. Isn't he the one that wrote that other song that Shane was telling us about? Xanadu. No, John Farrar. John Farrar wrote Greece, hopelessly devoted to you. He's nominated for an Oscar. 
He's an Australian music arranger. And he wrote, you're the one that I want. Oh, okay. Oh. And I honestly love you. So he did and just write for yeah. ONJ. Yeah. But back to the movie. It's very scary when she's getting taken back to the department store. Yeah. And the daughter makes the dad chase and chase and chase. Yeah. But Could then in the car, but anyway. when she says it, she's a mannequin, we need to just hold her hand. He's like, and then she comes back to life. The dad's like, oh, you're okay. Yeah, not, my daughter's crazy. Yeah. I've clearly been neglecting her and she spends way too much time at this store. Yeah. That she's made up in her own mind that the mannequins can come to life. Could this whole thing be a manic episode? Where she's actually spent so much time hanging around that mannequin that she starts to imaginary friend her and she doesn't actually exist. Or is it like return to Oz and now she needs to go have electroshock therapy? Probably does need electroshock therapy. Yeah, yeah. And is the trip to Hawaii just, my daughter's fucked, we need to go on a holiday. Oh, we're going to Hawaii. No, I think they, they might be going to Hawaii. They might actually be going to Hawaii. Going to a retreat. Because we know from the witches that a seaside retreat cures diabetes. Oh, yeah, and so it can cure mental illness. I'm sure it cures mental illness. Yeah, okay. A week by the beach. Absolutely. And because by now the dad is kind of just going along with this imaginary friend thing. He says, yeah. oh, Amy, you can bunk in with Jessica. Yeah, because now he's like, well, I don't want to stop Amy because... Amy's fake. She's fake. She doesn't exist. Yeah. But also, it just let's just go along with the imaginary friend thing like you do when you're That's, a kid. Yeah, but still bought the imaginary friend a ticket. He might have just photocopied <laughs> his boarding pass twice. Yeah. <laughs> he faxed it to himself. Yeah. Ah, oh, faxes. She has a Mary Poppins bag. She has a Mary Poppins life. It's a very Mary Poppins thing. I'm surprised she didn't walk in with an umbrella she at did. the start. Oh, because I didn't remember raining. the umbrella. Oh, okay. But then the umbrella wasn't used and still had the prize tag on it. And she'd never gotten rained on before. No. And then, because John Farrah only had time to write two songs, the opening song is over the end credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I've heard this song before. He only had a month to write and record songs (laughs) for this movie. So there's one in the middle. There's a song in the middle when she she first comes to life. There's another song. And then there's the one at the start in the middle. There's a slow one where they're all like... They're in love and all weird. Yeah. So then we get the same song over the end credits and they all live happily ever after. Amen. The end. How many... There's no drinks in this movie. I'm giving it one and a <laughs> eggnogs. half wishes. The girl make eggnogs. The girl makes eggnogs. Eggnogs alcoholic, surely. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. The girl makes it. Maybe she makes her own non-alcoholic one. It doesn't matter. The, the place burns down. The place that. burns down, yeah. And then okay. the Indian drum tries to pour her eggnog on the fire. How many chicken noodle soups out of five? <laughs> I'm giving it one and a half cups of chicken noodle soup. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it, if I had six stars, I'd give it two. So, so that's 1.75. Okay. 1.75 stars because oh my God. it is just a little bit of light made for TV 
story. Yeah, it's meh. It's not particularly well made, but it's not very badly made. No, it's it's not bad. It's just meh. Nothing. Yeah. It's 1.75 out of 5. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. That was a mom for Christmas. Uh, Let us know what you think in the Facebook group, which you can find the link to in the episode description down below. Merry Christmas. Oh, no, we have another episode before Christmas. We do. So I won't say that yet. Okay. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Jeez. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.